Welcome to Talking Hawks. You have John, my buddy Jacob here. I'm in a basement. You are in an RV um, around some places. What's up? What's up, man? Hanging out in Oregon. Hanging out in Oregon right now. Eugene, Oregon? Nah, just a little bit south, about three hours south of Eugene. Oh, really? Were you guys in Eugene last night? Yeah, we were. We just traveled today down to like uh, Kalamath Falls kind of area. That's what's up. Every time I... uh... There's that one song, I forget that Sublime song title, but uh, he like names off a ton of cities. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know if I do know what song you're talking about. Anyways, Eugene, Oregon's one of them. I always think of it for some reason. Okay. Anyways. It's a cool place. I yeah, liked it. It's a cool place, man. We're here to talk about some fucking Hawks. Um, I think since we last had a podcast, there was, well, now six games. Um, they went four and two, a respectable four and two. Um, a couple... Well, one really bad game kind of squeezed in there, but we're not really here to talk about the past or what happened then. Um, let's go from uh, maybe tonight on. What do you think, man? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like it's hard to feel not feel uh, pretty confident about this team right now. They're definitely trending upwards with Crawford coming back. I think that's the biggest thing to talk about since last time we, you know, we did have a podcast. It was like it was still in doubt when he was coming back necessarily. And it's like, you never knew if it was going to transition right into the NHL as well as he did. And it's like last three games only given up one goal apiece. And before that, it's like he gave up three goals and we still got the win in that game. So, um, or I guess, no, Crawford wasn't in for that one. His first one was in Arizona, but even in that game, I thought he played a pretty good game and, um, he definitely played well enough to win. Yeah. That Arizona game, I felt like, we just didn't connect on a few chances. I feel like that was one of four tans like earlier games. It was. Yeah. And he was playing with Kane, I think I believe in that game. And, um, he was, he was just around the net so many times that night, but we just never, we never followed through. I feel like that was just one of those nights. Kane couldn't get a point just cause it was like, no one was connecting for him. For sure. Hey, you're going to have nights like that. Unfortunately it was against, you know, one of the bottom teams in the league, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do moving forward that, you know, they had a good bounce back. Um, and then, you know, they came, they played the Lightning, they had um, the infamous second period. Um, I actually didn't get a chance to watch that game live, but I think you did. What What was going on in that second period that caused the Lightning to have so many shots? I think, it, it, it. I mean, that was just everything in that period. It was just, they were coming at us and definitely had the speed all game. Um, but in that one in particular, I feel like it's like our offense just giving up too many, you know, loose pucks in, in our defensive zone. And it's just like making those turnovers and people were just, it was like, Every time I looked at the TV, it was just like they were on a breakaway, and it that it was just how it felt the entire period. It was just like this relentless attack. It was nuts. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what the Lightning do, right? Um, the Hawks were probably overwhelmed. Um, I watched like the kind of the game recaps and um, read some stuff about it. From what I could tell, it's just um, sloppy puck possession. Um, they weren't playing crisp. They weren't playing smart. Um, they were you know they couldn't get out of their own end. When they did, they were turning it over. Um, I feel like zone entries have kind of been a problem. Um, all season, I mean, you see it, it's kind of like magnified um, and emphasized on the power play. But, um, you know, I, I do think with uh, with some of the new players they have in the team, they're able to enter the zone with a little bit more speed, and they've had some success doing that. But overall, um, even the transition from, uh, from clearing their zone and then the entries has just been, um, you know, it could be a little bit more cleaner. I'd like to see some guys instead of always pushing outside. Um, you know, you notice guys, especially when they're trying to enter zone with some speed like Saad and Fortin, um, there, there were instances tonight at least uh, that I felt like they could kind of, you know, cut it back inside, try to, try to just body to, uh, to the goalie and get something on net. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know if they were just tired or what after that Tampa Bay game. Um, 
it, that was that was just like the first bad loss of the season. Um, For sure. Other than that, I mean, like even Arizona was like like I said, like you saw positives in Crawford that game. Um, even though I mean, coming back his first game, I wasn't expecting him to be even that good. So, um, and you got Cam Ward against Tampa Bay. I think you have Crawford in that net. The game's maybe a little closer, but yeah, you're not going to put Crawford in a back-to-back in his like first couple games. So no, I was I totally reading he wanted it. he wanted the start too, but I I oh really I, yeah apparently so. Um, good for him. I mean that's a good sign, right? I mean I, I would agree, man. It's overall um, it's it's impressive and surprising to me how well Corey Crawford's doing, and um, you know that he was actually able to come back when when they said he was going to and play in that game. Uh, against Arizona I think that I was I was surprised um and I was like oh no I hope this isn't a bad idea you know don't you know don't don't put this guy in there for the wrong reasons whether it's you know to give the team a boost or boost ticket sales whatever it is um but he has obviously lived up to his name um at least thus far and uh you know you just hope that he's he's really clear and and free of all problems it's it seems like he is but you know for his sake and his health just hopefully he's in a good spot he looks like it for sure Definitely. He looks rested and focused. That's kind of like a couple of words I wrote down earlier. Cause I was like, man, he just, it just seems like he's on it when he's in right now. Like, and it's crazy that he can bounce back. I mean, it's good that it, that 10 month rest looks like it's doing him some really good, good things on the ice. Cause he looks just zoned in for sure. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's, if, if you're going to take something positive away from it, you know, it's, it's that he had some rest, but it's not the kind of rest you, you know, you, I suppose you want to get right. He wasn't Definitely skating, not. but he, you know, he was. Your body goes through so much trying to just like you know recover from things like that, and um, it's just, it's just it's awesome, and it's and it's great for the Blackhawks. You know, I still think um, you know that this this team, um, you know, that was a that was a huge, huge, huge hole that Crawford was able to fill. Um, although I will say, um, Cam Ward's a formidable backup. Um, he's not great, but he's not terrible. He can win you some games. Um, he won't always loses some games you know he had some kind of a rough start but he kind of started to to even things out a little bit as the season came on uh, especially before Crawford came back so um I feel better about our goaltending um it's unfortunate in a way because um I think while no one's gonna sit here and say uh, I hope you know oh dang Corey Crawford's coming back um I think the organization saw Cam Ward as someone who was gonna be able to fill in as a number one longer than he did um otherwise you know it it probably wasn't the right move regardless. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. it's it's a different story now, you know, with, with Crawford coming back. So hopefully hopefully he just is able to stay healthy, man. You know, I feel like he, he always has some bad luck um, around November, December, and just, you know, hopefully he can just – he can stick with it this year, and um, he doesn't have to, you know if, – if he wants a rest, he can. You know, he can feel comfortable about that. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy that Ward isn't going to be my goaltender to go to every night. Cause yes, he is a formidable backup, but he, for me, it's like, he couldn't have been our number one all season. Like he's given up way too many goals oh, game absolutely. after game. It's, I think I added up the other day and it was like given up like 26 goals or something so far this season. And it's like, it's insane. I mean, I know he's had a few games where it's like six or seven goals against him, but Anyways, I mean, it's just like yeah, I think the, I think I, Toronto scored seven on him. Yeah, it's like getting Crawford back has been so huge for this team, and all of a sudden we look scary. Like enough that if our offense comes through in a game like tonight and against like Anaheim, you know they're going to be easy wins. It's like Crawford's back there just being a wall. So oh, for sure, you know. But you're, you know, here's the thing. I, I they look good against teams that they should be beating. 
You know what I mean? Like like Tampa Bay is uh, maybe maybe the heavy favorite. Whoever you talk to, you know, to win to win the Stanley Cup. So sure, it's, it's just like I want to see them do that. Do do this against some good teams, or at least be competitive. And they've shown it already this year. I'm not saying they can't or haven't, um, but you know, I want to see some consistency and, and keep some keep it going. You know, and they need to steal points when they can. I mean, they're they're hanging right in there, but you're only a few weeks into the season too. You know what I mean? So it's um, there's I feel like they're. I, it's a different team, for whatever reason. I it, at least a different team than the one that ended last season. In terms of just how they play, their eagerness to play, um, at, you know, kind of acting like they want to be there and they want to contribute every night. There's, you know, it just it seems to be more more fight in these guys. Um, so I, I still think that you know, just on the back end, defense is just it's a it's a huge hole that you know, unless we, we fix need, it, we need not, to figure it out. We're only yeah. going to go so far. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, um, definitely. It's it's terrible. I mean, it's like Brandon Manning is is awful, man. I mean, it's he, he's he's terrible. Um, and you know, Jan Ruda is no not much better, you know. And it's just uh, Ruda at least sucks. been giving me some positives recently, at least on the offensive side. He's had some nice assists here and there. He's got a big um, shot. He, he I like that he shoots a lot. Um, yeah, he just I agree put, with you on Manning in. though. Manning is just he's just garbage for me. Like. Him and him and Kunitz, like we were talking earlier tonight, it's like I I just those those signings just really did nothing for this team, and they're they're keeping other people out. Like I just I Kunitz hasn't done anything on the ice for me. It's like I'd rather have like Martinson or someone in there, um, just like a young guy to let them develop. Like you were saying earlier, it's like we we got these guys, we're paying them two three million dollars, and it's it's it was like for what? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kunitz is on a. He's on a. Uh, I think he got like the Patrick Sharp deal, the one mil. One um, mil. Yeah, and then Crawford's um, or Crawford. Manning, uh, Manning, Ward Manning's is like what? Like Ward's three, and then um, Manning I think is two point five. I want to say for two yeah. years, something like that. It just it seems a lot for Manning. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it is. I think anything for Manning is is too much to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, unless you were really gonna give him like less than a million, like like a Davidson, you know what I mean? Something like that. It's just it doesn't make any sense. Um, and it sucks to like to like just like belabor that, and it, you know I, I suppose it could have went one of two ways if they thought he was a guy who was ready to have a breakout year or something. But yeah, um, and it's early, but shit, he has not shown much at all. He is awful. Um, I could I can see uh, Forsling coming in and stealing his spot here soon. Yeah, I mean, so Forsling came back um, doing a little conditioning stint. Maybe I mean I suppose you can't really call it a conditioning stint because that's where he played last year. Um, yeah. He's with the high school. Do you expect Let's him just say to he's come with back Rockford. up? You think? Yeah, just given. I mean, given so many variables, especially the state of the defense. Like you know, I the Hawks aren't blind, and they know that you know. Hey, let's let's give this guy a shot up here because we you know, even if he's if he's decent, he's going to be an upgrade over what we have. Yeah, you know? I absolutely think so. And and you know, it's. I think we talked about this last time. It's, you know, um, you know, Murphy's waiting in the. He, he's ready to come back probably in the next six weeks, four to six weeks. I can imagine. Um, yep. and he, you know, he's going to slot right in, you know, I don't, I think he's going to like come back day one, um, and just like for better or for worse, get in there. Yeah. I mean, that, those are the nice things at least for the defense when we got, we got this, uh, we got this hole to fill and it's definitely the weak part of this team right now with Crawford coming back and, um, having Forsling and Murphy come back here in the near future could be definitely big for the team. I think totally. So, um, I have, uh, written down here, you know, um, some certain players who in my mind have stuck out so far, um, that are like pleasant surprises. 
Um, I got one in particular. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you agree about this. I think you do. Marcus Kruger. I just hope you're not. Oh. Who do you think that's I was going to go not, with? That's actually not who I was going to go with. Oh, really? I, you know, uh-uh. it, he's not the best, but uh, I think Marcus Kruger has done a good job for, uh, in, you know, as a fourth line center. I really do. Oh, definitely. You know, he's I noticeable on the PK. Like, he's good. He's good defensively. He wins faceoffs. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that, man. Yeah, like he's taken some recent like penalties here and there in yeah, a couple he took of the last games. Stupid but, penalties last game for sure. Yeah. Um, other than, I mean, but I do, I have liked his play and I think he does make a great fourth line center. I think he just shores up that back end and when for they sure. come in, they get, get their job done. So it seems like whenever he's out there with whoever, Hayden, Martinson, whatever, it seems like they're just taking care of business. So that's nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, Luke Johnson looked good tonight too. He did, yeah. yeah. I he was all over the I place. I almost liked him. Be- I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It was just like one game, but I I kind of liked him better in there than Camp. Yeah, you know that. Um, I was I was actually gonna say that that third line. Um, that looked pretty good. Yeah, uh, Q's blender is working for the moment. For the moment, right? Until it doesn't, and he blends it again. Yeah, but that I like the second line right now with Saad coming back. But for let's, sure, let's stay on that question because you were asking just like who was standing out and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the person I was going to say is Gustafson for me. Oh, really? Um, yeah, like I've never been the biggest fan of his. Like he's come up and played in the past years, and I've never I ne- I saw like some offensive upside to him and all that, but I never was that keen on him. And uh, he's just really impressed me this year. Like he's playing really well, and you know, making some really nice plays and setting people up. It's I don't know. I I, I like how aggressive he's been. I feel like the defensive mind has kind of changed in some manners i feel like they're pinching a lot more and like playing up on the just up with the forwards a little more so um and he's really been taking advantage of it so he's the one that's been sticking out for me um he's definitely noticeable i I think his defense kind of breaks down personally but i yeah i I do he he changes our like the look of, of our team on offense for real yeah for sure um and then i think we you know the person that's really stood out in the last couple of games is Saad finally getting it together. Totally. I totally, you know, it's funny, man. Cause we talked about doing a little thing called in the weeds, um, or lost in the weeds. And I was, he was going to be a prime candidate. He was and now he, he's out. He was totally lost in the weeds. Like I don't, I didn't know if he was ever going to get out of the weeds, man. He was just, you know, he was in the weeds. It's just like, it must be a confidence thing with him or something. Cause all of a sudden he gets a goal and then it's just like, he looks like he's all over the ice and he, it's, it's, he almost seems to be possessed with like what Taze is possessed with this year. It's just, it, they just become that, like those beasts that they used to be. And they're, they're like taking hold of the play and, you know, holding onto the puck. Like Taze just looks like a monster out there right now. It's, it's, and, it's a big part about like the Hawks success so far too. I mean, I, I think we can't understate that. And at this, I didn't even think to really mention it. Cause it's like kind of just like expected at this point. Maybe if I was to think about it in that way, it would anyways, go ahead. No, you go ahead, man. Um, cool. I was going to say that, you know, I think he's – Jonathan Taze, you, you got me thinking about him when you, when you were talking about him. I think it, um, it can't be understated how much he's helped this team so far this year. Um, you know, just to have a player of his caliber back playing at that level, um, if only for right now, is – you can see how, how much it does actually help the team, right? Yeah. The, ty- the whole dynamic, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome, and it's it's – Good to see, man. Yeah, and 
I don't I don't know if it's like partly to do with Kane with Saad because I I mean I liked having Saad up there with Kane at the beginning of the season and it just wasn't panning out necessarily. Um, but having him back up there, it's they seem to have a little more chemistry going now. And Anisimov, I I think is probably like being in the center of two talented wingers again. So. Nisimov um, looked pretty good too. I, I was actually that's I think that was a good move. I, I really do like moving um like Saad or uh, Schmaltz rather down the line um and to the wing. You're making him um have to create without Kaner and not always just like defer to Kaner. Yeah, you no, know, and you can kind of see it. I, I he's he's thinking shot a little bit more. Um, well, and even that second second goal tonight, like Schmaltz with the beautiful pass there to Fortan. Oh, I mean, that was dude. It was that was that was so pretty. Just the patience to to find that lane and be able to put it right through, and Fortan to just have his stick on the ice and finish it. Yeah, it I mean, luckily, cool. luckily the defender didn't have a stick, but I mean, that was just heads up play by Schmaltz and just a nice pass. So absolutely. Now they're they're, they're it's it's looking better. Um, and you know what? If anything else, man, they're fun to watch right now, which is. Is fun, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Definitely. Um, you know, it's just I. So, so I had a, a few things written down. Um, I think we kind of touched on some of them, but um, so what? What do you? What kind of moves do you think you make, if any? Talk to me a little bit about. Um, you know, you think Forsling comes up, and then you, you you figure to have two defensemen who are going to slot into the current six soon. Like, who? What, what moves you make? I mean, I think Gustafson make, making the case to stay um, for sure. I, I I think I think it's Manning's got to probably take a backseat to Forsling if we're talking about that. Um, at least once he gets back and healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you move offensively. Davidson. What do you do offensively? With or or Manning? What do you do with Davidson? I mean, if if you're gonna drop Manning, I think I mean one of them's got to probably go to the AHL. I would assume. Um, probably Davidson. Is yeah. he's younger guy, right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, as far as like offense, though, I mean, I don't think they need to make too many moves at the moment. They're they're cooking right now. I, I think the fourth line's not being really used that much. They're not really doing too much. Um, so it's like if you can put in someone like Martinson or Camp instead of Kunitz and see where it goes. Like maybe the fourth line can start picking up a little bit more. But I'll definitely love that idea. I I really think, yeah, Camp yeah. instead of Kunitz would be a, a really I would, I would definitely like it, to see that. If anything, just more speed, or you know, Kunitz is terrible, man. It's it really, he really is. Um, <laughs> Dude, he, I was thinking a minus fucking think, five too. I was thinking earlier today. I was like, I wish I was talented enough as like a videographer to uh, just make a video of Kunitz on the ice, but it's just like a trash can, <laughs> a trash can skating. Uh, that'd be pretty funny, man. Because I feel like you could learn to do that. He's garbage out there. He is garbage out there, man. It's garbage signing. Um, Chris Kunitz is holding this team back. Hey, but you know what? It's not Chris Kunitz's fault. No, and I mean the the other three lines are moving and scoring, so I, it's hard to even like fall back on that right now. It's like the, I'm 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 feeling good about the Hawks. They they look good, and with Crawford back, it's like there's there's no like ceiling to this season. So we'll see. That's, that's a hot take. That's a another hot snake for sure. Another uh, another thing I was going to talk about was it's just like we're all we have all these topics we're talking about and then you just everyone's just forgetting about Kane just quietly going about his business scoring nine goals in ten games <laughs> like no it's oh, like everyone 
No, I know, I know no, no one's forgetting, but it's like you got Taze and Saad and Schmaltz. Everyone's starting to play a little better. And then it's just like Kane and Dabrinkat in the corner is just like leading the team in points and goals and all that shit. So um, we're getting a lot of production expected, from those top guys. You expected those guys too, right? I mean, that's kind of like what it comes down to is you. Yeah, I said that, that you just don't think about it. Kane like scored nine, nine. Go ahead. No, yeah. And it's like he. Kane, but Kane's like going at a really nice pace right now. I think they said it was the the most goals scored in ten games since like Jeremy Roenick back in like ninety seven oh, yeah. or something. I saw that. Yeah, for sure. That's. I mean, it's impressive, man. And it's you're right. He's kind of quietly going about it. He's just. It's it's funny, man. When when like superstar players like that produce, like it's you're just like, damn, they're good. But like, it's not. You know, you don't emphasize it or like spend much time talking about it because it's just like you kind of expect Kane to do it. Um, you know, you just know how capable he is. And, um, I mean, he's, he's a cornerstone of the Hawks, in my opinion. He's, we would at least have no chance of sustaining any sort of success or, or kind of like rebuilding this thing without him, um, as the team stood, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's always been him and Taze that have been that center, but I mean, and that's why it's so nice to see Taze back, back scoring and producing like he used to. So, um, and and you kind of saw that with Kane coming into the season, he looked like a man on a mission. So, um, and I, I also wonder like how much competition goes in between him and DeBrincat with DeBrincat's like hot start, and then Kane's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And Taze, Taze was killing it, and he he got a goal tonight, man. That was a beautiful goal too, by the way. Dude, it was a sick goal. Yeah, it was. It was really nice. <laughs> there, that I watched that sequence of just these defensemen fall on top of themselves like over and over. It's fucking hilarious. Dude, that yeah. That was so, just a nice play by him, and then just goes in and it just yeah. All, overall, just like a super nice play. Did you catch any of the pregame? Uh, no, not much. Burrish uh, called Hendrik Lundqvist the most overrated goalie of the last ten years. Really? Hot take. That's a, that's a hot take. Hot take, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I'd agree with that. May, I mean, maybe they. I guess they haven't done really much in the playoffs. So that's that was actually kind of the reasoning. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. like I feel like everyone's thing. Like everyone always downplayed that on Ovechkin and stuff, and it's like until they actually win that cup. Yeah, that's that's exactly what. It, yeah, I, I I don't disagree. Um, I don't. I definitely disagree with him being overrated. I think he's a fucking awesome goalie, but you know. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. He played a pretty good game up until the, I mean, Kaner got that goal at the end. It's like he. I mean, it was a two-one game for most of that game, and uh, he oh, was for made sure. Big, he made a lot of nice saves out there, so I gotta say, man, the, you know the, the the hallmark of a, a an awesome team is when, like, put it this way, I was nervous about having that lead in the third period. That yeah, two one lead because they they kept gaining a ton of momentum at the end of the periods, and I was like, fuck, like these guys are gonna come at it. Luckily, they held the ground though, especially when they were uh, it was six five and they pulled Lundqvist. Yeah, definitely. It's nice to see in the last two games them hold the lead at the end, and you know we're getting some regulation wins now that Crawford's back. So um, much needed, dude. Have you looked at the Central, by the way? Oh, I've looked at it. It's so good. The Central's really good right now. I mean, I know. Nat- Nashville won another game tonight. I saw. Um, in OT, so we're, we're still chasing them, but damn, we're right on their heels. So I know, I know. I think we're pretty, in, in. We passed uh, Winnipeg tonight, maybe. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're sitting up there with Avs. Um, and I think the biggest surprise in the Central for me is the Blues look like they suck. Yeah, I, I agree. That's a huge surprise in the Central um, and a great thing. I think we play the Blues 
next game, Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday we play them. Dude, who scheduled this shit, man? Why? I don't understand why we play the Blues so many times right away. But I'll take it. I'll take it at this point. Dude, that uh, we got when you were out here in Vancouver. That was like that was an awesome St. Louis win when we beat him in overtime. That was a good win when we beat him in OT. I guess that happened uh, in between these last two podcasts. We uh, we got to witness a Blackhawks beat the Blues in Canada. Um, that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was a really good game. That was the one where uh, Gustafson had that feed to Debrinka. It was like. Almost identical to the one he had to Kane uh, on Tuesday. The other night, yeah. He likes that slap pass, man. Um, you know, that's I, which I agree with you when you I talk like about too. like Gus, like really taking that next step. I think offensively, um, he's confident. You know, he's he does move the puck. Um, he, you know, I think the problem with a lot of our defensemen is um, just defense, which is, you know, I think Yoki Haru's uh, okay, although he's he's looked like a. He's looked more like I would have expected him to look lately, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he, he definitely looks like a rookie out there, but, um, man, he, he definitely playing with Duncan Keith. I, he, he has some confidence to him and, Absolutely. um, I would like to see him play a little more physical and stuff and demand his play a little more, but, um, Hopefully yeah, I think will. he's, I think he's going to have his struggles here and there, but overall I, I'm still pretty high on that guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, he's like, you know, the Hawks needed him, you know. It's it's glad that he stepped up because um, they were pretty thin, um, and I think he was a guy who was kind of on the bubble to begin with, and then he made the team. And I think we we talked about this before. It's just like you know, I think he's done enough to stay on the team, um, even when you know a few more guys come into the mix. Unless you know, unless there's a huge drop off in play, you never know. Q is very he's very much performance based. You know, he he doesn't he he likes to send a message when guys aren't doing well. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it seemed to work with Sada at least recently. So. Can't really knock you for still continuing doing what he's doing. I mean, it it works. So, absolutely, like man. We've had a couple bad seasons, but he's he's sticking to his guns and doing things and making the choices that's best for this team. And it, right now, it's working. So they need to put together some more. Here's here's the thing, man. I feel like um, they got to put together some more like full complete wins. Tonight was a it was it was a closer one. Um, last game against Anaheim was, uh, in my opinion, the best game like all around game that they played all season. Yeah, it was nice to see them in the last two games control the play a little more in the possession because the two games before that in Columbus and Tampa, I mean, we were just just dominated in possession, and it's it's hard to win games like that. And it's like we beat Columbus, but we just held on to that one because it was pretty tight most of the game. And then oh, absolutely. That, I mean, that was a Crawford win in that game. He had a ton of saves and no business um, winning that game, but but we did. That's what Corey that's Crawford what, gives you, at least right now. Exactly. You think he's he going to have a drop off team. at all? I hope not. He's going for the Vien- the Venza trophy. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, man. He's like, I'm ready. I'm going for it. Fuck those first few games. Just no pucks hit me in the head. <laughs> Tall order as a goalie. Yeah, I know. It's like that he's one. He's fighting scene him off in, right now, though. He is, man. He is. He is. It reminds me of that one scene in Mighty Ducks when uh, I think it was the first one. Dude gets hit with the puck. Um, and he's like bitching about it, and they're like, "That's your job," and that's kind of how I feel about him. It is his job. <laughs> Get hit by that goddamn puck. Do it, man. Anyways, all right. So let's let's talk about. Um, I have something on here, and you know, we talked a little bit about 
like the current team, you know, how it they may, you know, do some things when some players come back, but like future state, you know, um, this is a question I asked you and how you feeling about like the management of, of the team thus far? You talking about Sam Bowman? No, I'm talking about Quinville. Like uh, you think he's, he's let guys have enough, you know, traditionally I think he, um, he has a pretty short lease on most people, but I feel like he's letting people, um, do their thing a little more? A little bit. Maybe out of necessity, especially in defense. You know what I mean? I think, like, Manning continued to play even though he's just looked fucking atrocious. Um, you know, I, it, it seems like he's just letting guys play, but I guess it's kind of just like, what choice do I have here? Yeah, his hand's kind of forced on that at the moment, at least. I think when Forsley and Murphy and those players come back, it's like he's definitely going to have those options to to play in there. But it's like right now it's between him or Davidson. It's like as as much as I... I don't, I haven't really seen that much from Davidson either. It's like, he's come in and just kind of been invisible. So it's like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And that's why I'm like, Manning seems to turn the puck over quite a bit and just seems lost in the end. He gave up the only goal tonight. And so there just really hasn't been much upside to him. But um, as far as Quenville giving guys more time, I I like that. I I think like it's been good for Yoki Haru this year and uh, Cahoon, like having them stick in the similar spots and let them grow. Like, I think it, I think it's good for those young guys. Totally. That's an, you know, that's another person who was a, who was a pleasant surprise is Dominic Cahoon is he's, his quickness is awesome. Like he's really agile. He's, he's quick to like his first step is really quick. Yeah. He's kind of settled into that top line and he just, I mean, I think he picked up like a six assist tonight. So it's like, he's, he's just, getting points here and there but it's like he he's definitely helping that first line out and he's noticeable pretty much every game does so. he really have six assists already i think he does really that's awesome I think he has like six assists and what a goal or two yeah i think he has one yeah. goal one goal that i can remember that's not bad through like 10 games no hey not for a rookie no man that's um, cool. i was gonna say he kind of reminds me or just like him and yoki haru just like coming in and have made statements. I feel like kind of how Debrinkat did last year. Um, pretty much just from off the bat, just being like, yeah, I'm here to play and I'm, I'm, I'm an NHL player. So, um, Cahoon and Yoki Haro have been, you know, as much faults as they have as just being rookies and making a few mistakes here and there. Like they look, they look solid out there. What do you think about, um, Nick Schmaltz so far? He's getting better. Yeah. Um, I agree. I saw him. I was like trying to like, watch him specifically, uh, you know, a few times here and there when he was, uh, on the ice and he was, he was really hustling to get back. Um, yeah. he was using that speed on defense and, um, he's so good at stripping the puck from people, especially from behind like that. But I, I like to see that effort, seeing him get back and trying to break, break up plays and, and, and just, you know, I like to see that out of a forward. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's nice to see those defensive skills that he has. He he's doing that all the time, picking people's pockets. And, uh, it was funny seeing Debrinkhead out on the PK today. Like I, I'm like, I, I enjoy seeing him out there cause he's got the talent, like kind of similar to Schmaltz. He, he's, he's got that ability to steal pucks pretty easily for sure. Um, so some of those forwards bringing you the, that defensive, even like Saad last game setting up his second goal is like, it was all because he played good defense. Know, yeah, playing that good defense yeah, for and sure. sets up sets up good offense. He was so. a madman against Anaheim, though. It was I was like, Dude. holy shit, he, this guy. If if he was He's able like, to play, I... <laughs> we would be such a different team if he played like that all the time. Dude, and maybe he will. Maybe they're all just like getting into it because it just it seems like winning and like just scoring points right now is like 
contagious to the same one player. It's every week someone else is starting to stand out, which yeah. is which is good. Yeah. Um, I, I it, agree with that. We're getting we're getting production like all up and down the lines right now. So, and ever since Crawford came back, this team's just looked a lot scarier to me. I guess like they just can dominate play. And yeah, I know I know they gave up a lot of shots and stuff, and I know we have a ton to work on, but um, you know we got the. Our PK is not the best right now. Our power play is struggling, you know, defensive holes. Like, yeah, there's things to fix on this team. But overall, I'm they're cooking right now, and I think they're feeling confident. So that's good for this team. Yeah, I would. I mean, you can't argue with that, right? I mean, winning will make you feel confident for sure. Um, it's just uh, maybe I'm, I don't know. I just they're such a liability for me on, on defense. And it's so there it's is. so noticeable. And I'm like, you just um, and then, you know, I felt I probably wouldn't even have said that. Um, with quite, like, I'm pretty adamant about it. And the only reason is, I, look what happened when we played a good team with Tampa Bay. I'm like, fuck, dude. You know, I want to see, I want to see us play some good teams here. Nashville, that's going to be a fun game. Yeah, I, I still, you know, even with Tampa though, I, I think Crawford in that game's a whole different game for me. I as, yeah, as you got You can't, you can't, you got to play. You know, you got to play well, even no matter who's in goal. For sure, and I, I think we lose that game regardless if Crow's in there because they were just had an onslaught. But Cam Ward is just like giving up so many goals, and like yeah, I know he saved a ton of goals in that game, but he still gave up six goals as well. Um, yeah, or five goals, whatever it was. I think one was an empty netter, but yeah. um, it's like Crawford has given us these abilities to win these games now, and it's I don't know, it's it's just refreshing, and I feel like that's. Crawford's the big reason why the turnaround why, play. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's all I got, man. You got anything else? Uh, no, I mean, I think the only other thing I was going to talk about was, uh, Forsberg making it through waivers. Oh, so, another so thing got, that slipped my mind. Kept him in the system. Who would have thought? You know that that's that's fucking unfortunate with like all that stuff that happened. It because then it like it just highlights uh, how how bad of a signing Ward was. It really does, and like I'm glad that he stayed in the system because maybe we can you know use him as trade or something if we don't if we don't end up using him. But right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I. I I guess it's not surprising that a team didn't pick him, but with as many goalies that have gone down, it, it was kind of surprising that he did make it through. Maybe yeah. it's just because he ha- hasn't played all season. People are getting back. Yeah, he, I mean, you know, he I mean, he, he had the opportunity. I, actually, that's not true. Um, I was thinking for some reason that it was the first game when he got hurt that he was going to play. I don't know. Anyways, um, I wonder if that was strategic too, you know what I mean? I mean, did they purposely not play him or did, did, you know, did they just not play him? Because I remember like early on, Ward had a back-to-back game. Um and you could tell, you know, and it's like, why wouldn't you play Forsberg there? So, um, he, dude is like, I could imagine last year, like took its toll, you know, just like mentally, just all the shuffling and the goalies coming up and down, like fucking trying to share the net with Barube and Jeff Glass. And like, that's, it, that's got to take its toll for sure. Yeah. I think, I think some of it maybe was, it was confidence and some of it probably was strategy by Bowman and Quenville just being like, keep him off off the ice until we figure the situation out. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I wonder if he, like, told his, you know, what kind of conversations him and his agent have, too. You know, I wonder if he's, like, 
I want out of here, you know, like I'm not, you know, because I would, I would be kind of disgruntled if I was him. Um, if you thought you could get, you know, a job or compete for a job elsewhere. Because I think it, it, in terms of this year, he's not, it's, it's Ward and, and Crow. Because Ward has a one-way contract and no movement clause. So uh, you can't really do anything with that. Yeah, we just got to have him back there for a year and then hope Delia or even Forsberg can come up next year and just play backup. For sure. Um, and then, so what do you do with Crow then? In a couple, I think his contract's up in two years, two, three years, something like that. Uh, I don't Would know, you man. I, I guess you got to see how he's doing by then. Yeah, um, I was gonna, that's a good, good point. You know, that's a couple more years to see, and maybe he, maybe he's had enough by that point that he's like, I'm done. You know, he's getting up there, so it's like, you know, get one more cup in in the next couple of years or something, and maybe that's good for him. Shit, probably. You what do you think? I mean, think? what is he? He's 33, right? Uh, yes, 33 or 34. So he'll be like 36 or seven or by that point. I mean, that's getting up there and like 36. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lundquist is 36, right? He's got to be getting closer. You look at like guys like Pecorino though. I think he's like 38. Is he really? I think so. I I didn't know he was that old. I could be, yeah, I could be completely wrong, but I thought Pecorino was old. Hmm. In terms of hockey old. But who knows? I mean, Crow could be going until he's 40. I, I think with like the whole recent thing with the whole concussion is like, it just, it's always in the back of my mind right now. It's like, is he going to get hurt at some point again? And so I, you never know with all that shit. Oh, for sure. But I mean, right, right now he looks like a beast. And oh, he's 35. He, I don't he, know why I he looks he like he's back. Yeah. For, no, I mean, it, he does. He does. And it's like, I'm like, every time, you know, there's like a scrum around the goal. I'm like, oh, God. 